from Chicago, it's Startup Hype Man, the podcast. What's up, everyone? My name is Raj Nation, founder and chief pitch artist at Startup Hype Man, where we help startups, scale-ups, and grown-ups not suck at how they pitch themselves so they stand out to their audience and stand apart from the competition. This podcast is all about bringing you the hearts, the minds, and the stories of leaders in the startup ecosystem, talking through the strategies they have deployed in order to build and grow their companies. And it's officially season 17 of the show, and all season long, we've got a special treat for you, bringing you guests exclusively from the Startup Hype Man client portfolio, giving you a piece of their journey. Before we begin, if you're not a subscriber yet, go ahead and hit the subscribe button. And remember, you can catch all the episodes from our 17 season archive and learn how to pitch your startup at StartupHypeMan.com. All right, get your popcorn ready and get hyped because it's go time. Ladies and gentlemen, making his way to the microphone from Eaton, Ohio, and currently residing in Chicago, Illinois. He is the co-founder and CEO at Swish House. Please welcome, show me the money, Jonathan Dews. Let's go. Let's go. How you <laughs> he is Jonathan Dews. Business. I've met some. I've met a lot of aces through Swish House, man. You're 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 one of my favorite, man. So I'm honored <laughs> to be a part of this. Thank you. Well, and I'm super pumped to have you. So everybody, he's Jonathan Dews, as I mentioned, co-founder, CEO of Swish House. Swish House is unlike anything I've ever experienced before. So I, I speak on this and not only as a podcast host, but as a customer of the product as well. And Swish House is the first and only basketball fitness class. And we're going to talk all about that in just a minute, but let's just kind of get through some more of the introduction stuff. Um, Swish House has been around for just only a few years. Uh, raising $500,000 very recently uh, after bootstrapping for a few years. Uh, they've expanded four locations across the Midwest with a clear roadmap for global franchising over the next couple of years. And one of the big things they've done is create these amazing customer experiences. And I'm very excited to talk to Jonathan today because uh, all this season, as you know, if you've been following along, we are exclusively interviewing guests who have been part of the Startup Hype Man client portfolio. And we had the opportunity to work with Jonathan about a year ago on their, their pitch. And it was great to see, you know, when we got lunch recently, you were like, hey, we, ended, we, we raised half a million bucks, exactly what we were looking for. So um, awesome to see sort of the, the growth and now the, the scale start to come into play. And the topic today, and again, I'm just so pumped to talk about this because as a customer, I have firsthand experience. Um, the topic today is driving 85% retention through unforgettable customer experiences. Jonathan, why is this on your mind? Why is this important to you? Oh man, other than my, well, because, you know, basketball other than my family is, is my, my greatest love uh, than my, you know, my, my wife and kids, my, my, my immediate family and my closest friends. This, this is, uh, I don't love anything as much as I love basketball. Um, so it, it all started with that. And I, I actually had the the pleasure of starting this business with quite literally my one of my closest friends from from childhood, Dave Holtzmiller, who uh, we grew up on the same street in Eaton, Ohio, a small town outside of Dayton. Uh, he, you know, our lot, our childhood was him riding his bike down the street to my house to play two on two in our backyard with our best buddies, and uh, both of us ended up being pretty legit high school college players. Uh, I played at Hillsdale College. Uh, Dave actually 
played quarterback at the Air Force Academy for a year, then transferred and ended up walking on the William and Mary basketball team. So he, uh, while Davey doesn't look the part, Dave is, uh, I think, of the of all of the founders, is the only the only dude that uh, or or gal that played two D one sports. Um, but uh, so it's it just started with like a a lifelong love of basketball, and um, you know, for me personally, it ended up being it was a really a solution. I um, yeah, I I packed on a lot of pounds. I was a you know, 195 shredded shooting guard in college and, you know, ballooned about 250 pounds five, six years ago. Um, but, uh, and, and just, it was trying everything to stay in shape and it wasn't, it wasn't working for me, man. And I, I, I tried all these different boutique fitness classes and it just is not for me. I mean, those are wonderful workouts. Just, just not, not for me. I missed basketball, but I was associated with basketball with like playing. And when you're, you know, overweight, not what you used to be it uh, hoops, isn't that fun. To, to show up to a pickup game and get your butt kicked by somebody that's not that good <laughs> when I used to. <laughs> so, like, so I just had this kind of, I'll never forget. It. I was at a, I, you know, there's kind of two things going on. I had run, um, I, uh, in my early, you know, mid to late twenties, early thirties, I just was blessed to run into this incredible group of dudes here in Chicago, all ex pro college players who were great guys. We played in all the top like pro-am leagues and, you know, kicked ass, took names, Went out drinking afterwards. It was a great time. And then, you know, it just kind of basketball kind of started disappearing because all of us started getting get married, having kids, major you know promotions. We just couldn't commit to getting in like a Tuesday, Wednesday night league. So we stopped playing. So then I started running a pickup game, one of the best pickup runs in the city. And uh, I started bird dogging all these great locations, just great underutilized courts. So I just had this this vision of like if people are showing up to title boxing or CrossFit or Orange Theory, core power yoga all these, you know, really specialized boutique fitness classes um, that aren't real mainstream, you know, sports that are just beloved by, you know, the whole planet, essentially. Like I looked at it, like there's three things that it would take to build a basketball fitness company franchise. It would take uh, underutilized space to activate, you know, you know, low cost, you know, you know, mutually beneficial manager ma manner, uh, great people to lead the businesses, lead the classes. And, you know, sell memberships to anyone who loves basketball. And the, the, the beauty of this was we thought like, could we build a fitness class that LeBron James down to, you know, a, a you know, 30, 40 pound overweight, 55 year old accountant in Chicago that maybe played on his freshman year or eighth grade basketball team, or just loves the bulls. Like if you could build a, a fitness class that a ex pro or a current pro down to quite literally um, just a novice hooper, like if we could do that, it, most people fall within that spectrum, including you and me, you know what I mean? And uh, you love hoops. I love hoops. And, and that, that's what we're able to do. Um, so it, it all just started with a, a common love and just a, an idea on, I really think just because it's basketball, there's so many people who love, love, love hoops. If you could build a kind of a non-contact hit basketball class, uh, there, we got something there. So we started experimenting with it in 2018 and then formally launched in 2019. We're going to dive way further into the Swish House story and how that has impacted the customer experience. Before we do, let's let's dial it back a little bit. I want to learn more about you, the person. Now, you mentioned uh, you know basketball is your first love. I'm curious, what is your first basketball memory, whether watching it or playing it? Wow, uh, it's it was just you know, we had a, you know, in my, my backyard, I, you know, I harken back to Dave Holtzmiller, our co-founder, like, like my backyard, my dad, I'm the youngest of three kids. My brother, my brother loved hoops. My dad played high school ball. Uh, my sister, not so much. We just had a great, 
little like two on two size court on the side, on the back of our garage. That was like the hangout spot for all <laughs> the, like all the, all, all the, all the dudes, my age, everybody just showed up at my house and we'd play two on two. So like, I just had, like my earliest memory is just shooting with, you know, shooting around with my, my brother was eight years older than me, you know? So I always thought his, his friends were all so cool. And, you know, he graduated high school when I was in fourth grade. So all his buddies were like, you know, <laughs> stars of the high school football, basketball, soccer teams in our little town. And so you were getting like, knocked around early, right? You had these like older dudes you're playing with who are like, you're trying to elbow your way into the lane and they're, yeah. you know, they're yeah. seven inches taller than you. <laughs> yeah. I'm, but I was a pipsqueak. I didn't, I was like a late bloomer. So it was like, yeah. you know, being the youngest of three, like I just, I, you know, it was, uh, I got, you know, tossed around by, by older, older siblings and, and whatnot. My sister's, you know, buddies, you know, it was, it was, uh, so yeah, just, just shooting around, man. And, and, you know, as I like to say, like, I, that's what, I, that's my first memory. And like, my last memory, you know, was at Swish House last night. Like, just yeah. the company that, like, I joke around is like, really what it is, is like these killer basketball where you're just shooting around listening to great music. Yeah. And you have an ex-pro or college player run, leading you through the workouts. Now, one thing that I always am curious about, anytime someone has experience playing a, a formalized sport in their life, like on a team, um, either at the high school or the college or sometimes the professional level, is the life lessons that come out of it. So like for me personally, you know, I ran track in high school, ran for a year at DePaul, yeah. um, quit, but there are so many direct things I can say today that help me run my company. What are one or two lessons basketball as a sport and experience playing in high school and college have taught you in running your company? It's a great question. I would say, um, uh, unselfishness, you know, just learning to be unselfish. Uh, it's not all about me. It's not all about, uh, you know, my ideas it's, it's collaborative. So I think it's just the, the concept of, you know, basketball is the ultimate team sport. Like if you're a ball hog, if you're a, if you're a, if you're unselfish, you just, it's a, it's, it's a bad vibe. So I just think unselfishness and, uh, to me, it's perseverance, like basketball. Like, I, you know, I was a shooter. I was a scorer. I was not, I didn't see the floor. Well, wasn't like a true point guard by any stretch of the imagination. Um, but you, you just, yeah, perseverance. It's just like, you will get your ass kicked in life. You know, everybody's going to get their ass kicked in life at some point. And like, you got to like, you know, get up off the floor, pick yourself up. You're going to get dumped on, you're going to, you know, scored on, you know, <laughs> like, and just staying with it. Like I, you know, I always giggle. Like if I miss like 10 shots, no, I'll bet you bet your ass. I'm taking a game winning shot on hundred on hundred times, no matter if I've missed. <laughs> and every friend will laugh about that and say that about me. Like anybody who's played with me, like, I think it's funny if I like, Oh, so I've, I've not, oh, I'm not having a good game. I'm still, I'm still shooting the open shot on that no matter what. So it's, so I would say just, uh, yeah. Pers you know, perseverance, uh, and, you know, I think just, just unselfishness is the, the two biggest things I've learned through basketball. No question. Let's dive into today's primary topic. You know, we, we learned the swish house story introduction and how this whole thing got started, but let's dive in now to what our focus is for today, which is that, that number, that key step of that swish house has been able to accomplish driving 85% retention. And that is through these unforgettable customer experiences. Now, I, I want to just let everyone know like my own perspective on this and let that kind of guide the, the, the questions sure. here. And that is, so I first learned of Swish House a couple of years ago. 
my wife was looking for her own workout class to take and she was searching through one of the apps and she was like, Hey, you might like this. And I don't know, it was like 8 AM on Saturday morning class was at nine. And I was like, and I, you know, I saw it and I, I happened to live a, a block away at the time. <laughs> and not I'm not kidding. I don't know if I've ever learned of a class I learned of something's existence. And then less than an hour later, I'm showing up to that thing. And, you know, and it was, so it was like, I was, I was hooked from the beginning. I had an amazing experience in class for that hour. And then when I left, I felt like I had to tell anyone who would listen about what I had just experienced. And I'm not kidding. You know, it was a two block walk home that I turned into somehow a six block walk, just like in circles uh, going yeah. around, like you know, like the four corners of, of the block. Because uh, first I called my brother. He wasn't, he wasn't, I think he was working, so he wasn't available. And then I called one of my best friends uh, and he picked up and we had like a 30 minute conversation about class. And I think I probably texted two other people as well and okay. ended up getting home 45 minutes later. Raj, that's like exactly what we're going for. <laughs> well, and, and, and it's so interesting, right? Because- I walk through those doors and, and I'm in love. Right. And I think the reality is I didn't just show up and then I'm like playing a standard pickup basketball game. So I, what I want to do first is kind of start with like the, the global or the overall perspective and then start to break it down from there into like different sections sure. of class. But I, I want to know from your perspective as the creator of this and you and your team, what is it like, what is it that you just want your customers to feel and like what feeling do you want to leave customers with after a swish house experience uh first and foremost no matter who you are your no matter your talent level your uh no matter your health and fitness levels we it, we train every single one of our certified coaches who are all ex-professional college players you have to have worn an elite jersey to be uh one of our coaches like you if you were an okay you know middle school player who loves basketball like we we, we likely won't, won't hire you. So it's, 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 uh, it's so, so important to ensure that our members feel welcomed no matter who they are, uh, from a talent or fitness level standpoint, and we treat them like a star. Um, and so our goal is to always make members, uh, that understand that it's accessible. They can do it. Uh, you can go at your own pace. You don't have to be good at basketball. The average, this is one of my favorite stats. I mean, the ad, we've pulled our members, the average, uh, experience level of our members is ninth grade basketball. I mean, most of our members did not play on their varsity high school team. Um, but how many people do you know that didn't play on their high school varsity basketball team that absolutely love hoops, you know? Right. Um, and they, and so it's, that's the most important thing is uh, what warms my heart. You know, you might be surprised to hear is like what warms my heart is when a severely out of shape person shows up with bells on to this and buys a membership. It is not when the ex NBA players, and we've had those, mm -hmm. like we've had, those, I don't, you know, like I got friends that played in the NBA and WNBA. It's, it's, it's wonderful. What an incredible accomplishment. I care that we are going to eventually help millions and millions of people get in shape and stay in shape for the rest of their lives because we built a fitness class that they actually look forward to going to. Like I, one of our best members, I remember Ben Shack told me once, he's like, I actually look forward. It's one of my favorite things that I like look forward to every week. He's got a wife, two kids, and it's like a monster job at like, some huge investment bank. And he's like, I look forward to going to Swish House. How many people do you know, like, are just like, God, I can't wait to go get on that spin bike. Most people <laughs> eyes. And it's just the fact that I have all the respect in the world for Peloton and Orange Theory and all these other shops. But like, I, I, we've learned so much from these other entrepreneurs that have run and built those other 
fitness franchises. But the reality is, is a lot of those are contrived workouts that are fads that may not have staying power because people don't look forward to it. So it's, it's making sure that every single matter member, no matter who they are, is welcomed like they're LeBron or Tarasi. Uh, and they feel nostalgic. They're in a gymnasium. Like you showed up to mercy home for boys. How many times did you walk by that place? I never even knew what it was. <laughs> it was That's like my wife and I bought our first home on 1040 Adams, 1040 West Adams. And, uh, I knocked on the door like, what is this like a Catholic school? And they're like, no, it's a home for troubled Chicago kids. And you know, we, we, we have a lot of people who volunteer here. And I was like, you got like a gym here. This looks like a school. And they're like, actually we have a great gym. And I'm like, Oh my gosh. So I started volunteering there. And then when I came up with the, you know, started volunteering like 2009 or 10 or something. And it, you know, years later came up with this idea to, um, to, uh, with Swish us to use their gym. They were our flagship, like community gym partner where they gave us their unutilized space. But, um, that's the idea is like, we, you know, you're in a gymnasium, you're, you feel nostalgic, you're welcomed like a star. And then far more importantly than, than, uh, well, not far more importantly, but you know, Immediately thereafter, when the whistle blows at the 10 a.m. class or the 5, 6 p.m. class, like you are quite literally put through a workout that like NBA and WNBA players are doing in the offseason. Um, and you can stink at basketball or be awesome and get and, you know, burn a thousand calories. And it goes by so fast. I mean, you know, I mean, how fast do these classes go by? Because oh, yeah. you're having a good time. I mean, doesn't mean it isn't really, really challenging. I mean, we have built this so that you rip 800 to a thousand calories in one hour. Mm -hmm. um but it goes by fat because it's really fun I, and i just had and when when i created this with my business partners namely trevor huffman who's the the, the creative designer of the class him and Kristen heidloff and erica prosser some of our tommy carpenter some of our original certified coaches that built this is like we had to ensure that it's a ridiculous workout as good or better than anything else that's out there but if you can still make sure that people are having a good time, like great music, I mean, the musical experience is huge to this. So it's, 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 so it's, I, you know, to me, it's, I, I'd, I'd narrow that down. I know I've said a lot, but I'd narrow it down to it's people are welcomed like a star. They feel nostalgic and they are getting the, the best work out of their lives, but it goes fast because it's a good time and it's basketball. You're doing basketball yeah. stuff. Yeah. And, and one of the things you said there that I think is really important is it's an experience that people look forward to coming back to. It's not, yeah. it's not just that it's on their calendar and they're like, Oh, it's, I need to do it. Cause it's in my routine. It's that, no, no, I want to do this. And I'll tell you like this coming weekend, we've got a maintenance person coming to our house Saturday morning and we're having people over Sunday afternoon. And I'm like, damn it. I don't think I can make it to class this weekend. And that like actually like pisses me off. Yeah. No, that's, that's, um, that's like, that like I, I tried deferring the maintenance guy to come on Friday afternoon instead. So that way I could make it to Saturday morning class, but then he wasn't free. So like, I'm like, you know, that that's the level of decision-making that I have. <laughs> that's, that's the exact idea. So I think it's when, so when I, I want to make sure I'm hammering this home uh, with you and any, and any of your listeners is that like, not only it's not like we just roll the balls out and everybody's like, you know, screwing around, having a good time. There is a very serious five pronged cadence to our class. That's the perfect mix of, of really intense cardio, uh, skills-based hit stations and competition. So it's very competitive in the class. There's no five on five or one-on-one. -on -one. You're not like playing live basketball. That's very important to note. Although we do offer like organized pickup games as a premium membership for some of our members. But the idea, the reason that people I think look forward to it, not only is it a good time, great community, you know, people's names, you high-fiving people, you're getting to know each other, you're passing, you're interacting with other humans as opposed to some other 
you know, fitness experiences, where it's just you and you're just going to head down on a bike or treadmill, whatever. But here people look forward to it because it works. Like I, you know, it, it really works. You do this a couple of times a week and you eat right. You're going to get in great shape. You're going to stay in shape because basketball is not a fad. Like you're not going to like wake up in six months and be like, I don't really like going to switch outs anymore. It's, 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 it's kind of getting old basketball to people who like basketball does not get old. And we keep our, our workouts fresh. You know, the more certified coaches we bring in, the better our product gets. And we have 50 investors in the company. 35 of us are ex-pro college players. So you, when we open up Detroit, it's an ex-Michigan, you know, superstar, Ashley Jones, who was a top 50 recruit coming out of the state of Michigan in her, out, of, out of high school. So it's like you get her brain and her ideas and her new drills to go into different parts of our drills database. So everything stays fresh. So it's people are welcomed. It's nostalgic and they get just an absolute killer workout that they look forward to because it's fun and it works and they're going to keep coming back because it's hoops. You know, that's can the whole you, point. Yeah. Can you break down, you know, for those who aren't familiar, who have not taken a class, like let's walk through, like, what is that class experience from, from the moment, you know, the first whistle blows and class starts yep. all the way to the end, like break down, like how the class is structured and why it's done that way. So it's three things we say, you know, our brand, our, our class experience centers on three things, cardio skills, competition, rinse, repeat, cardio skills, competitions. Those are the kind of the three general things that you are, are just, that you cannot rival with no one else can rival. We feel like, um, but the, the specifics class experience is broken down into the, you know, the following components. Like, so, uh, depending upon the size of the court, there's one certified coach that runs the classes, um, with curated playlists that are, you know, 75 minutes long. So there's, you know, music going from the time that if you show up 15 minutes early, there's great tunes blast. And if you're, if you're there early for the 11 AM, you you can get some shots up and there's some, you know, killer, you know, DJ, the best DJs in Chicago have curated our playlists, um, including me, my, you know, my long DJ lost, dues. <laughs> I want to say my, my long lost like career miss being <laughs> DJ. I'm a phenomenal dancer, Raj, like really get the people going. Um, but the, the idea is the first, uh, the first call it eight minutes, six to eight minutes of class or what we call throwbacks. Uh, that's where we really center on nostalgia, man. That's like same type of music that's playing like at an arena during like warmups. You know what I mean? We even sprinkle in some like pep band music, you know, so you're doing full. These are just simple dribble shooting drills where it's just like kind of think, think full court, dribbling layup lines um, where people are just getting their heart rate up. Okay. Our, uh, the, the, the first 15 minutes of our class were specifically designed by the, the head of sports performance for the Detroit Pistons, Trent Salo, who's one of our investors. Um, we're, so we, we get the heart rate up and then we get it, you know, during throwbacks and people just feel good. And it also enables our train, our coaches to assess the talent. Cause you, you'll see them, you, as you know, in our classes, you'll see, you know, people in the, in the war in the throwbacks, like dunking. And then you'll see, you know, some guy or gal just like airballing half their shots, but they're still just running around getting, get, you know, just getting their, getting their heart rates up. So throwbacks is the first eight to 10 minutes. Uh, then we move into what we our injury prevention, where we activate ankles, hips, our shoulders and getting the most crucial joints in our, our basketball bodies appropriately activated. Uh, cause we're huge, huge, huge on injury prevention. Many reasons that people like ex hoopers get out of shape is they don't like to go play anymore for a big reason is, you know, I got like, you know, two, three friends ripped their Achilles or knees the last couple of years. They're ex pro college players that just, 
know, people are scared. So injury prevention is huge. So we spend a good six, seven minutes on appropriate uh, stretching. We also kind of mix in dribbling and kind of skills development into our injury prevention where um, it's kind of like stretching masked as like dribble workouts, you know, um, mm-hmm. so you're a little crisper. I know that's what I lose if I don't play a lot, but uh, so it's, in, you know, it's our, our throwbacks, uh, get our heart rates up. Then we do an injury prevention, getting our basketballs ready to com- our ba- basketball bodies ready to compete. We then move into what's called the swish lab. That's our high intensity interval training stations that are all basketball centric. Um, so those remind you a lot of our members of like camp, you know, kids camps, clinics that we went to as, as players, as kids, and you're bopping from one station in a minute to another. So it, it still has the feel of a, you know, a traditional hit class that you might go to at, at some other gym. So from our, our hit station switch lab, we then move into, we call our basketball burn. That's the hardest part of class where, um, or I'm sorry, after our hit our switch lab, we move into game ball shooting contest. Game ball is our team shooting contest. So it would be, uh, we split up teams evenly, you know, team Raj versus team Jonathan, six, seven people on each team. And it's, a best of seven uh, shooting contest series. What would be like first team to, uh, you know, eight full court uh, layups uh, team, you know, team Rogers, team Jonathan. Um, uh, then we'll move into like pull up jumpers, threes, diff- you know, shots from different angles. There's just an unlimited, anybody who knows who has coached hoops, like there's just an unlimited supply of really fun, competitive shooting contests that we do. Tons of competitions, people talking smack, high-fiving. Um, and what's really cool is, during those game ball shooting contests, and there's two parts of the class where we have the shooting contest. Um, essentially that gives our members, like there's typically 10 to 15 chances for each member to experience hitting a game, like a game winning shot, like or a buzzer beater. So like, if it's like Raj versus, you know, team Raj versus team Jonathan, it's team, you know, it's first team to eight threes. You, you, your team gets to seven, you yell game ball, like the next person that, sh- you know, on your team that makes it, wins and like that person feels like a stud and what i love happening like i was busting the chops of like you know studs that come to class like you know a friend of mine robbie hummel played in the nba was an all-american wasn't he just like like, announcing like one of the recent bulls games (laughs) yeah yeah, yeah. and and big 10 network but like an nba will come to a class and like serendipitously like robbie will be like matched up against like some you know, some like frat dude or that, that maybe like went to Purdue who's, you know, you know, just not that great at basketball. He'll hit the shot and Robbie will miss. And like, it's yeah. funny, you know, somebody <laughs> <laughs> will like beat me or beat like Trevor Huffman. And he was, you know, the founder of the class experience uh, who was a 14 year pro. Like, and that's, what's so cool is like people get to feel like I got to experience hitting buzzer beaters in college and high school and was like, you know, a star player. And like most people weren't and like, we make them feel like that. So, we give everybody opportunities to hit big shots. Um, and then we, you know, we do, so it's our, our, you know, our hit, we do our throwbacks, injury prevention, game ball shooting contests, swish lab hit stations, uh, basketball burn. And then we finish with buzzer beats, which is like timed shooting contests at the end where uh, one member, every single class, uh, some one member hits a shot that like ends class, mm-hmm. which is kind of a cool cathartic, you know, big end um to the 60 minutes so it's it's very well thought out but the beautiful thing that i love speaking to about our our member experience and this i think will resonate with anybody who's familiar with boutique fitness um all due respect to some of these other shops that these other fitness experiences there's only so many ways that you can run on a treadmill there's only so <laughs> many ways you can pedal a spin bike and there's only so many ways that you can do curls and 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 shoulder presses and you know what i mean and push-ups and 
those are killer, amazing workouts that have changed millions of people's lives. But the reality is those things can get a little stale and become fads. And that's why, you know, spin bikes and and other things I think are going to collect dust on people's attics in, in five to 10 years from now, because people get sick of it. So the beautiful thing about our experience is we empower all of our franchisees, our business owners and our coaches who lead the classes they get trained and certified on how to run our class and how to treat our members and the whole member experience. But they also get to put their own contests and drills and stations into their, their classes. So it's still like you go to Kristen Heidloff's class, you know, played at Georgetown and is in the Illinois high school hall of fame. You know, she's got her kind of personality. She's more of a bulldog. You know what I mean? Like she was like a tough point guard. And then, you know, you go to Trevor's and he's, you know, he's more laid back and has different music and like, you know, everybody's kind of put has his he has his own kind of European style, you know, training methodology because he lived in Europe for 15 years after college. You know what I mean? So he's that's what's so cool about it is there's still, um, you know, people can put their own thumbprints on the class experience. Our, our, so all of our certified coaches. So it never gets stale. It's always like you'll never go to a Swiss house class and be the same agenda ever. Does that make sense? It completely does as someone who has experienced it several times over. And there's a, there's a couple specific aspects of what you described there around generating that feeling that I want to uh, expand a little bit further before we get into that. I want to just take a step back for a moment and just talk to our listeners about uh, a partner of our show. And it kind of starts with just me asking you the listener a question. Do you hate Google analytics? Maybe you do, right? Uh, I know I have a lot of frustration and issues with it because understanding where and why you lose site visitors before they convert is just freaking hard. And with GA, there's always some kind of integration challenge or there's a mountain of data to sort through just to figure out what causes your leads to drop off. It's not the best experience. It's borderline nightmare situation, which is why I was excited to learn that there is a better way to measure web analytics, and that's Oribi. Aribi is a unique marketing analytics tool that captures all the events visitors perform on your website without using code. So you don't need, you don't need to know code to use Aribi. Aribi enables you to analyze visitor behavior patterns, build smart funnels, and get tons of insights so you always know what your next step is. And again, it's basically through a one-click install. You don't know you don't have to know how to like program your site. And so it's an easier way ultimately. And what this means is that you're able to understand your visitors and know what to change in order to convert more visitors into customers or more more visitors into users, which means no more blind spots. And I think we all want to operate without blind spots as we're running our businesses. You can get started with a free trial today at oribi.io slash today, O-R-I-B-I.io slash today. And as a partner of the show, Oribi's got a coupon code for you. Use the coupon code HYPEMAN, all one word, H-Y-P-E-M-A-N, for 20% off any plan on their site. That's coupon code HYPEMAN for 20% off any plan. And the URL again is oribi.io slash today. And today on Startup Hype Man, the podcast, we are with Jonathan Dews, the CEO and co-founder of Swish House. All this season on Startup Hype Man, the podcast, we are talking to uh, guests who are clients from the Startup Hype Man portfolio. And in this, our current episode nine of season 17, uh, we're with Jonathan from Swish House here talking about how to drive 85% retention with unforgettable customer experiences. Now, before the break, Jonathan, the, uh, what, we were t- what you were explaining was the class experience. You, you, know, you broke it down piece by piece, which is super helpful for everyone who has not been to a Swish House class to understand. One of the things that you mentioned within the breakout there was like, 
the different, and, and this is something that, I, that I've picked up on as well as I like not only experience class, but then try to like, you know, the, the, the startup mind in me is like analyzing it at the same time yep. is sort of like the intentional design that gives customers a way to like win, if you will. Yeah. And, you know, what I mean by that is there are many moments throughout class where you can hit game ball. And not just you specifically, but the fact that it's like you're part of a team. So even if you airballed four in a row, your right. three other teammates in that group are picking up the slack and maybe together you hit, you know, a, a, you know someone else oh. in the team, it's game ball, but you get the yep. win by association. And then on top of that, what I've noticed as well is, you know, in that like best of seven series where it's, you know, team versus team on opposite sides of the court doing the same drills, even if you know, your team wins the round. I've got a chance to steal that point from you on the other side of the court by just like, can I hit two free throws in a row? Yeah. Right. 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 So as I think about how that, you know, like your job is to, is to be an expert in Swish house. My job as host is to take that and say, how do we apply this to the start to any startup? Right. And I think about that, even with like software, there are ways you can build that customer experience to give them the win. And, and, and as part of that as well, never or, or minimize the amount of isolation. Cause like, even in like in Swish house, even when you're going through like an individual drill, right. Even if I have to, even if I have to dribble to the cone, dribble back and then shoot a layup, it's not like on my own. Right. Cause I'm tagging in someone when I'm done. Yep. And so in a start in a software case, maybe it's, can you build a, a user community around your product? But I, I I'm, I'm explaining all that because I want to know, like, was that, and I'm assuming the answer is yes, so perhaps you can just expand on it. Was that by design to say, how can we insert the like moments where they can win many times throughout class? Yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh. I mean, you, you wouldn't believe the amount of thought and arguments and how bad the product experience was in the early days. Like I, you know, our, our earliest days were just, it was, it just it was like thumb in the wind. I was just like, I just think people just want to run around and shoot. Like, and there was like, <laughs> Like, and then I remember one of our early trainers, Nicole Viernizel, um, she's like, I think we should do some just like kind of cross training sports performance stuff. I was like, what? Like footwork ladders and like plyo stuff. She's like, yeah, people will really want that. I'm like, ah, I don't think they want to do that. You know what I mean, like, it's just like, <laughs> so it, we, we had to, and then we were just like, does it have to be like the best workout in the world? Or do we just want to have like a fitness experience? It's nostalgic, you know, we, and not really like, it's just more like a good time. Like, you know, people just show up. Like we've joked that like people like basketball so much that we can just like roll the balls out and charge like 15 bucks each. Just let <laughs> Literally like run their own workouts. I actually think people would show up and do that just because it's, you know, people want to be on a court, you know, and just dribble and like listen to music. So, but like, obviously it's much more well thought out than that, but without question, what we, we centered on immediately when we started like selling memberships, we were like, when we first started the company, we thought it was going to be designed for just like people who want to relive their glory days in basketball, like real players, you know, like serious players who played on their, you know, high school heart varsity teams. And God knows we have a lot of those people. But what we started learning early on was like, uh, well, how many like Jonathan's and Trevor's and Erica's and Kristen's are there who are like, you know, full scholarship college basketball, small like, market like, size, like, small market size. size. Well, Especially in like, basketball, of all the sports, basketball yeah, is the smallest pool of, of elite yeah, level yeah, players. So, yeah, so good to like 
make it pro, let alone like play like people that get d- twisted, like division three, like you have to be like absolutely unbelievable to play division three basketball. And like most people who don't know that, like just don't understand that. But like, uh, and the point is we, 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 I'll never forget like the, the, those early days when we all were in a room at the Soho house. Once I remember we, we were one of our founders, you know, had a membership there. We were just sitting there we were like, no, we need to market it to just X studs. And we were like, no, the bigger pie is like people just who dig hoops. Like how many people, you know, just like basketball. Like uh, if we can create the class experience to make the, the guy or gal who's not very good at hoops, but loves the game and played, you know, played pickup and on their sorority or, you know, frat in college or whatever, you know, just like love shooting around with their uncle or their, their dad or mom like that. That was like when we realized like we have to be able to build it and cater to make everyone feel to your point, like, a winning positive culture. Everyone's tires are getting pumped. Even if they stink at basketball, like we are just saying great job to everybody if they're trying. Cause like I said, what, what warms my heart is that we're actually, you know, we just got one of the you know top uh, cardiologists in the, in the world. Uh, the, the chief cardiologist of Duke university's uh, health department just invested in the companies joining our board. He's on the American heart association board. Like, you know, we're going to make millions and millions of people across planet earth really healthy for the rest of their lives. Cause we built something that they enjoy doing and they can do and feel good throughout the class. So we purposely, you know, we wanted to make sure that the workout was really challenging and you walked out of there like dog tired, but it's good, you know, good for your body injury prevention. So there's no live contact. You're not going to rip your knee. Um, but more importantly, it was just to your point, like making sure that everyone has an opportunity to feel like a star, to feel really positive. And even if they do stink, like their team wins. So they're all like, hey, we won. You know yeah. what I mean? And we are, we stack that we make the teams, you know, that throwbacks part of the class, like the warm up. And it, it's also like kind of a tryout because in the class, almost every half class, you have two or three first time trial members where like you have to assess the talent and make sure that you, you even up teams. So like, any ex pro or college player or coach can like watch 10, 15 people warm up and be like, Oh wow, that guy's really good. That girl's awesome. Those two people probably didn't ever play organized basketball, but they're here with their boyfriend or girlfriend and they're having a great mm-hmm. time. It was all designed to make people feel good about themselves and have an opportunity to feel um, like a star, you know? And when you have a Trevor Huffman or Erica Prosser telling you, great job. And, you know, Erica's Jersey's retired at Lehigh and she was a professional athlete, you know, it makes you feel good. It makes right. that person who made, didn't make their high school team, but likes basketball as much as I do. Um, that was so important to us. So it was, it was very, very deliberate. Well, and that, so, so two things off of that. One of them is that point that you're, you're like, it's very intentional that like the nostalgia drills open up class during the warmups, because I think, especially for someone who's new, it's got to feel like, it's got to feel like something they can do right off the bat. Yes. And anyone who has played basketball, even the only team I ever made was my seventh grade B team. Right. But what do we all do? Even if we play casually pick up ball, well, before a game starts, we shoot some layups, right? We like, we try to like run back and forth to warm up or even one step further than that. When you go and watch a college or a professional or a high school team play as a, as an attendee, as a fan, what do you see them do before the game? You see them do this thing. So there's an immediate like recall with that. And it, and, and when you watch someone out, when you, when you, even if you watch, you know, the Lakers doing that before a game, you can at least say to yourself for the most part, you know, I, 
I could probably dribble that ball and at least get to the hoop. Even if I don't make the layup, I can at least do that. Right. So it's like, it's like, that's that first win. And it's like the low hanging fruit of getting someone to say, I can do this. One of the things that I talk about a lot uh, in like my trainings is, and and this is more on the side of um, how to present something. um, But I think it applies just as much to the customer experience is this idea. I call it like the run and jump. And that is, I use Mario, original Nintendo, NES, Mario one, right? I use that as the template to say, when you turn on that game, right? You just pick like, you know, one player game or whatever. Your only two options with that controller and that screen are run or jump. Yeah, It is not. And if you look at like, it's actually one of the best like case studies of, of user experience and design. Because if you remember the game, right? Mario is on the left side of the screen. And then there's just like open field or like open brick that he runs on in front of him. And you have to start go- like, and they, they, they specifically put you against the far left of the screen, which kind of indicates you can't go backwards. You can only go forwards. And then you start going forward and then, oh, wait, there's this Koopa coming towards you, which kind of indicates you've got to do something about it. And yeah. what do you have? You have a button that the only thing you can do is jump because you've already ran. And then they start introducing the the blocks and the bricks and the questions and the other bad guys, but they don't start the game with all of those things on the screen at once. It's gotta be this like progressive learning experience. By the time you get to the end of the first level, you've actually, without realizing it, learned all of the game mechanics for the next eight worlds that you're gonna play. And I think similarly, that's that's what I think is happening here with the Swish House experience is in that first five minutes, right? It's such a simple introduction that you know pretty much everything else that you're going to experience is some version of what you just did in those first five minutes. Exactly. Yeah. Spot on. Spot on. The other aspect that I want to ask you about is, you know, you talked about how, you know, you get Nerica Prosser who's saying great job and her jersey's retired at Lehigh, right? You have Kristen Heidloff who played at Georgetown. You have all these people who are the coaches running Mm -hmm. class, can you explain the importance of it being a former college or pro player leading class and not someone who was very good in high school? Yeah, uh, I think that um, we call it the aspirational component of our uh, of our class experience that, you know, our trainer, our, our certified coaches have to represent the highest levels of basketball that that. Are, are, are leading the class for these folks. Like, meaning like if it's good enough for these, like the idea is that, you know, if it's good enough for an ex, you know, professional athlete or an ex big East player, or even an ex really good division three player, or just somebody like you have to be a phenomenal athlete. So we always wanted to, we kind of, I, 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 you know, I, I can give you like the formal answer, which is that, which is it's aspirational. I think, you know, it's a very, I think a really, important part of our brand that like this isn't just people who enjoy basketball these are people who have trained and have played credibility right it's instant credibility when you look at our 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 coaches bios um and mostly all of these but all of these coaches by the way they have day jobs they're there because they love basketball and they truly it's a very specific type not every ex-pro or collegiate basketball player is ever going to be a switch house coach there's vast majority of my college teammates would never in a million years be a switch house coach. It takes a very specific type of hoops junkie, Jim rat that like wants to do this. Um, 
and you have to write, have the right personality positive you know like like it's just some dog hoopers aren't don't don't have the right personality for this but it is without question the credibility that it brings like we all i also like to throw in the uh <coughs> eastbound and down you know like we you know we like people who play real sports not just people who are good at exercising you know like, <laughs> like, well that's neat you can run really fast on a treadmill that's cool like all right uh you know like that's you know like it's a different that's that's kind of the that's the ego in me speaking and kind of trying to be funny but it's true i mean it's it's just uh um there's an instant no, but I, I think what's important within that is and i think it does then end up helping create the customer experiences you are very clear on what your brand is and what it is not yeah right and you're taking a stance to say other fitness is is bs more or less and we have the best fitness that you're going to have fun with and and get in shape like basketball like some yeah. people like a lot of these other organizations and i only just use that as an example is just like you know we aren't you know we aren't into like you know the i just find some of these experiences to be very contrived that are fads that i just think that um may or may not have staying power and i think that but i, I and i don't mean that dis i, I want to be very clear it's not a disrespect it's just more of a i care about our business and i care about our brand and i really care you know every, we're all we're all on the same team every fitness franchises you know we're all helping people get in shape and help help people people be healthier and happier uh i think the big difference is, is ours is is owned and operated by a team of ex-professional uh and collegiate athletes uh who really want to inspire people um to, to, to get in shape doing something that they love, not something that they learn to love. Um, so I think that's, and they're the people that love basketball the most oftentimes um, are people who are really good at it. You know what I mean? I don't think anybody loves basketball as much as Jordan or Kobe or, or, or some of the great, you know, the Tarazzi. It's like, and yeah. then you know, a lot of us that run this company are like, you know, poor men's and women's versions of those, those, those ultra elite uh, NBA and WNBA hall of famers. So it's like, I, I, it's an aspirational and a motivational thing. And, and oh, by the way, like all of us have used the product. I mean, I've personally lost 35 pounds since starting the company and have been the best, I mean, almost 41 years old. And I showed up at a big boy pickup game in, in the Bronx last week with a bunch of like 20 something, you know, pros and, you know, didn't die. Yeah. <laughs> and like, <laughs> still hang and it, it's because of Swish House. That's the other thing is a lot of our members still hoop and you come to Swish House a couple of times a week, like your skills just get, so much better and more importantly just in basketball shape i mean there's a very big difference in running running uh a lot on a treadmill or running a 5k 10k or half marathon marathon and showing up to like a pickup game like it's it's a very different type of cardio so um so yeah i, I think that's that's the the punchline is it's the credibility and i think it's a really big differentiator i don't think most of these you know i've been to title boxing classes most of those people have not have never stepped in a ring and like beat someone up yeah well, and Just, I think as well, the, it's funny. Yeah, you're right about that. <laughs> they learned how to be a title boxing instructor because they needed something to do. It's not a knock. It's just a fact. Yeah. Like it's just a different, and like that, that matters to our business. I think it's a differentiator, you know? Yeah. Um, I, I also think that yeah. as we think about this, what, how that helps create a very positive and unforgettable customer experience is the fact that like, I think in order to have a good customer experience, the employees have to be invested. Like they have to be emotionally invested. And I think that's right. Like, right. What you have is a bunch of people who they played at an elite level, but now basketball has been taken from their lives because they, they couldn't, you know, they couldn't either continue playing 
for whatever Correct. reason, or they weren't able to make it pro, right? <laughs> Despite being, you know, really, you know, most of us that run the company were, used to be really, really good. And, you know, no one cares about me that I played at Hillsdale College. And no one's ever heard. It's a Division II yeah. school in Michigan. I was pretty darn good back in the day. But the reality is no, no one cares about that. What people care about is, I think what our members care about isn't that I was good at Hillsdale. I mean, although it does matter and it's nice, they can look up my resume and everybody else's stats or whatever who are, are certified coaches but more importantly i love basketball and I, I basketball has changed my life multiple times um and i love sharing that passion with people and i think that's the big that's what i mean by the again i say that tongue-in-cheek about the kenny powers you know we play real sports not just being good at exercising but like it it's it's also because like we care so much more about basketball i think than some of uh other fitness instructors might care about the things that they're they're doing you know what i mean because they didn't grow up you know doing you know they didn't grow up with a bat they didn't grow up sleeping with a basketball like we all did yeah, you know, yeah and, I, and it's it's actually funny enough i think it works more in your favor of the approachability of the brand that your pedigree as the founder is not that you played in the nba it's not that you played at stanford or went to the final four or <laughs> won the championship right it's I played in college. I played division two college. So that is a high level of basketball, but I'm not so far like removed from the person who you watched on TV every day growing up to where you're going to say, Oh, well, it's going to be out of reach for me because yeah. I'm not, you know, I'm not, uh, you know, Derek Rose or whomever. Right. Right. It, it, so that, that's also what I think is it, it's it, it's all, you know, like like I said, in order for a Swish House to have a thriving franchise, it takes great leaders uh, to run the business and great coaches with the right personalities and demeanors to run the fitness classes. And, you know, you need the great leaders. You, need, you find the great spaces to operate out of. And then you, you, you market this and sell memberships to people who love basketball. You, you keep them, you know, at Swish House coming back because they love basketball and you're we're constantly feeding them a really really great product um that they they continue to want to come back to but the the we always say like the this is our the swish house is not our company it's our members company immediately thereafter the most the second most important person at swish house are these certified coaches is is in their pedigrees and their demeanors and their unrivaled love and passion for sharing you know for basketball and sharing that with people to inspire them to you know you know, one of our best members is getting married in a couple months and he wants to like, you know, lose 15 pounds, you know, for his tux. Mm -hmm. That to me, you know, Jay's become a friend. Like that's like, you know, like that, that's, that like actually really motivates me. You know what I mean? And um, it's a great thing. I think it's a great thing. Um, that part of our brand, I don't, it doesn't, we, it's, it's been very smart. We tried to avoid, I think what you were getting at is we're, we're not like running around saying like, yo man, we're the, a lot of basketball culture is just, you know, Instagrammy. Look at us. Look at me. Look how awesome I am at basketball. It's, it's elitist. Yeah. But Jonathan House, look how great I am. Like, look at me. Tra I train pros. Like, I, no, man. Like, that's not the type of person we want. We want people who um, it's not about them and it's about helping others get in, you know, helping millions of people, you know, get in shape and, you know, be able to live a long, healthy life. Cause we have, you know, people in their 60s. My dad does the class. He's 72, you know, like, um that's the whole point man is it's 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 about our members and, and about making them feel that way uh not an elitist kind of basketball mentality which kind of is sometimes the culture i feel like i've got one quick question before we hit our wrap up yeah, yeah. as you start to learn new drills 
new elements of class that could possibly be incorporated, right? As you mentioned, new advisors and you know, new sure. sports performance people. How do you decide if something that sounds cool, but it's not for Swish House versus no, that's something that we that would absolutely work for Swish House? Oh gosh, great. Um, I think I understand the question. Just like making sure that we kind of don't try to how, be everything. How, yeah, how do you protect? How do you how do you pre- prevent from getting into like, well, yeah, it's done in basketball, and so we're going to do it, but it actually takes away from the experience. And, you know, how do you prevent that from happening? Um, oh, well, I'll, I'll give you, I guess, two tangible examples of things that we've experimented with that have gone well at times. Things have gone not so well at times. Um, like a lot of people ask, like, well, is there, you know, is there, is there games? Like, do you guys play games at the fit in the class? It's like, no, no, it's a, it's a, it's a group fitness class. We don't, you know, we're not a, a league, you know, like, I think we, people have come to us and be like, yo, man, you guys need to launch a league. It's like, no, there's sport and social club for that. Mm-hmm. You know, there's Chicago, you know, there's great companies that do a wonderful job of that. That is a different value proposition. So like, I think, um, we, now we've, we've, we've added a premium membership where for an extra, like 30 bucks, 30, 40 bucks a month, you can get access to pickup runs, you know, or 10 bucks for a drop-in pickup run at some of our places where we have extra gym time or offer organized pickup games. It's, it's, you know, it's wonderful, but it's separate and distinct. It's, it's not something we market super heavily because we want, we are it's like the, switch house underground <laughs> yeah, ground pickup, run, which is how I started the company. I mean, that's, I ran the best pickup game in the city for like six, seven years. It was amazing. And uh, it was a great culture and you know, just, you know, 15, you know, dudes would show up and on Mondays in the West loop. It was great. Um, but like, I, I also, people have come to us like, Hey, you need, you need to start training kids and doing like travel teams. It's like, there's 700 youth, you know, some good, some awful, like youth businesses here in Chicago and every town in America. So I think it's, we have been very, very smart. And we have a, you know, we have a, one of our founders owns, a, you know, David Gardner owns a brand design firm called color jar. And he was so, so smart and advising us in our early days. Like, dude, don't try to, you know, people are going to remember one thing that you guys do like you're the first pass we are the first basketball fitness class as simple of a concept as it actually is no one had ever done it before we've seen people dabble with it but i think we've been very very smart about just saying we're going to be the best in like the history of mankind at running a basketball fitness class for anybody who loves the game that's what it is we're gonna help millions of people who love basketball regardless of their skill or fitness levels get in shape for life doing something they love not something they tolerate and you know learn to love right? Which is what a lot of other fitness solutions are. Um, things you have to learn to love. Contrived experiences. I credit, you know, you and Startup Hype Man with helping us narrow that that kind of pitch uh, to our members. But like, that's what I think that we, I would advise any entrepreneurs, man, like don't, don't, you know, anybody can, you know, come up with a cool idea, but executing on it and adhering to it and perfecting it before you try to go be everything to everybody or offer, you know, ancillary businesses, perfect one would be my advice. Um, does that answer your question? Is that what Raj, what you're yeah, getting at? It definitely yeah. does. Yeah. So like, you know, we, once you have scale at our fitness classes, which we kind of are at scale here in Chicago and we're, we're still very small, I think, you know, compared to what we'll be in a few years, but we're now we're, we're big enough that we can experiment. Like we got to pick up run on Sundays. Now we got to pick up run on Wednesdays. Now, like we're experimenting with youth Academy, you know, Swish House Youth Academy, simply because I have two kids that love hoops and they have friends whose parents want their kids to get, learn basketball from the team of pros. Right. So it's a very natural thing we can do. And there's, you know, there's CrossFit kids classes, there's F45 kids classes, like you can do that, you know? So, uh, but you can't do that out of the gates and try to be everything to everybody. I learned that the really brutally hard way. 
um, early on. So, yeah, you got to have one thing for a certain set of people to get them to know who you are and why they should care. Yeah, no doubt. Um, no doubt. Let's hit our wrap up now. First off, where can our listeners find you, Jonathan, and learn more about you and, and learn more about Swish House? Uh, it's, uh, our website, swishhouse.com uh, and, def- and Instagram. Uh, you know, our, a lot of our businesses dr- drives off Instagram. Um, so I think those are the two, the two places. And then, you know, if you live in Chicago, you live in Detroit, you live in Grand Rapids, Michigan, you live in Traverse City, Michigan, check us out. I think our next two cities, if I were putting money on, are going to be uh, New York and Columbus, Ohio. Um, so those are probably coming next, probably Indianapolis after that. Um, but it's, yeah, it's just our website's got everything there and in in Instagram, which is at Swish House Fit. Um, Who's one person who you want to shout out? Could be a friend, colleague, advisor, mentor, investor, uh, partner. Who's the one person you want to shout out? Uh, well, I already gave him some love early on, man. But Dave, um, Dave Holtzmiller is the you know, best buddy from childhood. He's co-founder of the company. Um, he's our president, runs the company full time now. Uh, he is... Um, He's the guy that Stug has done all of the like hardest, most challenging, you know, really, really, really high level legal financial work. Like Dave does all the stuff behind the scenes that no one sees on the court, you know, um, smartest guy that I know grew up, happened to grow up with him on the, you know, he was the kid that you grew up with that, uh, you know, was the first team all state football player in Hooper and uh, also got like a 35 ACT or something. It was like, his was brilliant. Um it's just, you know, more importantly than anything, just a, you know, a great dude, humble. Um, you know, some of us, me included, could be a bit more, you know, boisterous and, you know, <laughs> mouthed about stuff. You know I mean, like no ego uh, and Dave. And he, he's the guy that makes this thing work. And, you know, is, he, he's he's the adult in the room, you know. Uh, so, that, you know, Dave and, and people in, in Chicago and other parts of the country like they, that where we have guys, they don't know him. They know me and Trevor more often than not as the face guys. But uh Definitely Dave Holtzmiller. And you, you, you need a Dave Holtzmiller to run a major real company. Uh, you know, and he's the guy that makes this thing hum. No doubt. We'll, we'll now do our top one or two lessons or takeaways for the listeners based on the discussion today. I'll go first and I'll toss it to you. Our topic Please. today was driving 85% retention as Swish House has done with unforgettable customer experiences. Um, I think one of the biggest lessons I've got from today that I think whether you have a basketball fitness class or whether you have a SaaS software or anything in between is give your customers a way to experience the win early and often. And the win, even if it's software can be, oh yeah, I can learn, I I can do this, right? Like, or is it a, is it a confirmation email that's just like a little bit more uh, affirming then, you know, we have your information, right? Those kinds of things. How do you help them experience the win early and often? And I'll tell you in my most recent Swish house experience, I hit five game balls, including the class ending game ball. Oh boy! And I don't think I've ever felt that good about basketball in my entire life. <laughs> Jonathan top one or two lessons or takeaways on, um, these un- unforgettable customer experiences. Um, I would say, I want to make sure I understand the question, just like a couple things that just for any of your listeners on, um, just to take away for their customers. Is that what you mean? Yeah. 
Yeah. What yeah. have you learned in your journey uh, on customer experience that um, you feel is important for everyone to know? Oh, I, I think it is um, uh, this. Is, and again, this is you know, just coming from my lens. And, you know, I, we didn't talk about like my 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 career has been in the financial. You know, my, my previous career has been in the financial services world of uh, 401k investing, selling investment products and advisory services. So I'm a long and short. It doesn't matter what I'm selling. I'm a lifelong salesman. So sales men and women are conquerors. They, they want to move on to the next thing. They want to like, you know, oh, hey, we, we got Raj as a member. Let's go get 10 more members. Uh, we got 10 more members last week. Let's go get 10 more members. Um, I would say, yeah, that's great. Growth is great. Retention and getting to know your customers is so important. Like I, I'm forcing myself to fo focus less on uh, conversions and just selling memberships and more on like, man, go, go, go shake hands with every Raj that we have. You know what I mean? Like you and I have gotten to know each other, become boys. Like I went, every time I go to class, I make a new friend and like, though you just have to get to know them and understand like, why'd you join? How'd you hear about us? Like what, what drew you to it? Like you have to talk to them because the more that you get to know these people, like they're like, they're your greatest salespeople. Not even though I'm like, I'm as highly skilled and trained as any salespeople get. Um, but to me, it's just more like farming and tilling your existing land and perfect. And that, so that's the first thing that's just with my knee jerk. Um, my biggest advice as a salesman is, uh, or just as a CEO founder is like, you, you can have the sexiest Instagram and the sexiest, you know, video website. And we live in a world of like, you know, just unfortunately, fortunately, like we, we live in a world of just a lot of like fake, uh, people smoking mirrors. <laughs> me. And if you don't have a great product, stop marketing, stop, just perfect the product. Dave and I, when we started this company, like we got so cocky and out over our skis early on, we were just like, we're like 50 members. Let's open up like the hundred locations. You know what I mean? We're just like, no, 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 no. Your class experience actually sucks. Like if you had come to a class in 2018, you was not the same as it was. <laughs> Let's just leave it at that, man. Like when we were experimenting. So I would say it's perfect your product. Anybody can have an idea. Executing a real legitimate product and member experience takes time. And just, you know, perfect a product first before you start investing any semblance of money on advertising and marketing and pimped out video. We spent 15 grand on a promo, like building a promo video, like in our early days. That was like, like it was a hilarious percentage of our budget. It was like one video. It was pretty cool. It wasn't that cool. <laughs> like it really wasn't that cool. Like we, I'll never forget that. Like it was like a really well done. But like so, I, I think that's it. It's it's to me, it's it's uh, it just focus exclusively on product development and build the great product before you start telling the world about it. And then it's it's you know immediately thereafter, I would say is just get to know your your ground floor fifty hundred. I think you know once you get to like one hundred fifty members, and you know the law of numbers and some of the Malcolm Gladwell books I've read. Like, it's like, you don't really have like a base of members to get to like 150 people that are like really like digging it. And then you can, um, so yeah, I think those are the two, no doubt. My final question, which is how we end every episode on this show, fill in the blank, Jonathan, entrepreneurship is blank. Designed for this. I've actually looked at it. Entrepreneurship is designed for people with thick, skin say more on that uh, like you 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 there i could name five or six times remember i was just like let's just i'm unfolding it up this is too hard 
is too hard. You know, like it's just like you take, but then you said you have, if you believe in it, you have to stick with it, man. And it's, we built this, like, I cannot wait until like, there's nobody rocking masks in Chicago, like summer, hopefully this summer and like the pandemic just gonzo, man. Like I, you know, I just, we built this thing in the middle of a freaking pandemic when half the world was scared to go outside, let alone go like exercise indoors. Um, so we, we have the thickest skin in the world. I think we can make it through anything. And I, I just think, you know, it, entrepreneurship, everybody thinks they want to be entrepreneur and own their own business. It's my God, it's really challenging. And it, when your name's on the door and it's your own money, and you know, you have a spouse, you have kids, it's like, don't quit your day job until you know this thing's got legs or, you know, or you know it can sustain you and your family. So just, I think, you know, as cool as being your business owner in a startup and, you know, making a zillion dollars, watching Shark Tank, all that stuff, man, like you better be prepped for having the thickest skin and getting just completely humiliated and being able to like pick yourself up and, you know, walk back in, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. um, just entrepreneurship shit. is designed for thick skin. He people- is Jonathan Dews, co-founder and CEO of Swish House. Jonathan, thank you so much for joining us today on Startup Hype Man, the podcast. My pleasure, man. Thank you, Raj. That does it for this week's episode. Thank you so much for listening. If you liked what you heard, go ahead and leave a rating and review in your podcast app or Do us one better. Hit the share button. Send this episode to one friend who you think needs to hear it. While you're on your way out, don't forget to follow Startup Hype Man on Instagram and LinkedIn at Startup Hype Man. And remember, you can also connect with today's guest as well. They left their contact info. They love hearing if what they shared helped you in any way. StartupHypeMan.com is the place to catch the full 17 season archive and learn all about how to pitch your startup. We'll see you next week, but until then, stay hyped. Raj Nation out.